You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday to you. You. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy to see a little bit of sunshine on this Friday afternoon. A little bit? It just really picks the mood up and really just emphasises that it is Friday. It's just around the corner of the weekend, guys, so don't go racing out that door yet. What a time to be alive. Well, that's exactly it. It's nice just to break up the winter season, you know. Like, we're not even there yet, but it feels like winter, and so a bit of sun, I'm like, what is this mystical ball of fire? It's not summer, though. It's not. But sun is sun and we'll take that. Exactly. We take our wins, however small. Anyway, we've got a great show today. We're going to be asking some big questions. Never any small questions. I want to know who you woke up to. What? Well, hmm, I can't really think. The dog. Fifi. I always wake up to Fifi. She jumps on. That's a cute little face to wake up to. Jumps on my bed. Mmm, not so cute when she does something she shouldn't. But anyway, a story for another day. <laughs> We're also going to be talking about the fashion mistakes that you make. I had an absolute doozy during the week, Bianco. That doesn't surprise I me. I think my like, internal organs are still recovering. It was quite oh. nasty. Let's not get into organs. It's Carl and Catherine here for your Friday on 88.3. This is Vance Joy. The East Sandringham. Junior Football Club, otherwise known as the Zebras or the Zebras. Zebs. The Sandy Zebs, thank you. Zebra, Zabra, whatever you want to call it. Zebs, for short. Have decided to create a super squad for their under 11 side. Oh, this has triggered me big time. I had this at my dance life. Did you? We called us, the, they were called the Super Troop. See, for me, I think it's good to have an even balance in a side so both sides get a number of wins. But this is not what they've done. They've decided to put all that they deem the best players, yep. all of the best players from this group, mm-hmm. age group, yep. into one team. And the players that are sort of average, you know, or below part, yeah. depending on how... You know, I don't like to say that people are average or below part, but this is what they're subjecting yeah. these minors to. They're putting them into this group where they are not as talented or Aww. as good as these star kids are in this super group. Now, as somebody who has been through the junior football system and can talk about it, even if it was a long time ago... Good for you that you can finally talk about it. (laughs) It's tough, actually, because (laughs) I was actually not considered to be in the super group, which is why I wanted to talk about it. You were actually in goal umpire training instead. No, no, no. I wore glasses, of course, because, you know, I'm blind somewhat. Uh, well, I like I had to wear. Did you have to have your glasses like stuck on the side of your face? I did. Yeah, I wore the band. Oh no wonder that was that would have been troubling. But you know, you can wear goggles. No, I didn't wear goggles. I just <laughs> wore the thing. See, this is how out of touch I am with sport. The first thing I saw just then was a junior Bianco <laughs> walking around with scuba goggles. I can show you a photo of me when I played football if you really want to. We'll put it on socials. Yeah, put it on the socials, and you'll understand why I probably wasn't in the super okay, group. Yep. I had the height. And I might have had a somewhat skill ability, but because I wore glasses, I no. went from... Well, that probably wasn't the reason, but I, I would say it was one of the reasons, in my opinion, only. Not necessarily. I that. don't know if you're still ready to talk about this. <laughs> you seem to be spiring, spiraling Look, a I little I played bit. for a team that's down the road from the team in question in this story. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm not revealing what it is. Might start with Hampton Rovers. And I was initially put in one under 11 team. I thought, great, I'm with my new schoolmates because I moved schools yep. around that time too. 
So just when I thought I was going to play in that group, oh, no, no, we'll actually put Carl in this team. I moved through three teams that year. I went from the team that was my old school with all my old school mates. Oh, no, you're not with us anymore. Oh, no. To, oh, great, I'm training with people that I go to school with. Oh, we don't think he he can be in this team. No, we'll put you in this one. Because there was three. In the space of two weeks, I'd gone through three different squads. Hey, you know what, though? This happened in a Will Ferrell movie, and they ended up on top. Was that kicking and screaming? Yeah. That's different, okay? Which is probably a lot of what you were doing during that time. That's American. We're not Americanizing Australian sport. I don't think. Last time I checked, maybe we are a little bit somewhat, but we're not talking about that. What I'm trying to say is, I think in this day and age, what allegedly happened at the Sandringham Zebras Football Club shouldn't have happened. I think so too, because the thing is, at the end of the day, isn't it just a team sport where everyone exactly there is no I in team. Exactly. You can't just say, you know what, this team, few good people, let's get them out of here and we'll just make a squad where it's perfect. Because that's just not what life is, Sandy Zebs. fair. Okay. And the thing is as well, this is the other perspective to look at it from. These kids that excel and are put in this super group, they're going to live the rest of their lives thinking they are fantastic. They're not going to know what it's like to lose a game of football. Or maybe they will to a side that would be better (gasps) than them. But what I'm saying is, you know. Yeah. Do you feel a bit better for talking about this? No, not really. <laughs> Still annoyed that I didn't. <laughs> I can't wait to see the picture of the goggles. Well, I'll put it up online. We're going to put it in our socials. A photo of me back in the day playing football under 11s. That was my last year of competitive football. When you've got a um, football game at four, but you've got deep sea <laughs> diving at five. <laughs> yeah, that's good by you. Thank you. A woman has gone viral this week, Bianco, where she woke up after a big night out. And saw a lump on the other side of her double bed. Was that just not the person she was at home with? Well, this is the thing. This is a single girl. Okay, maybe not. And she looks over and there's something or someone under the covers with her. And she looks and looks again and goes, what happened last night? Very Katy Perry TGIF music video vibe. Yeah. And then she made the very brave move, Bianco. Of moving the doona a little bit just so she can see yep. who she's having a slumber party with. <laughs> and let's just say the face that um, was looking at her was very different to what she was expecting. Two eyes, long nose, four legs covered in fur. It was a huge dog, which she thought was a wolf. So she jumps up screaming... I'm in the doghouse. She lives with her mum, running out to her mum saying, there's a wolf, it's about to eat me. Like, this is very Little Red Riding Hood vibes. (laughs) Runs to her mum being like, you will not believe. I'm sharing a bed with a wolf right now. What's happening? Mum turns around and goes, you're an idiot. You came home at three o'clock in the morning saying, I've made a new friend. She'd stolen the neighbor's dog, which was a husky. And so they had a dog roaming around the house and obviously the husky felt so comfortable with the captor that literally stole him from his own house that they just decided to hang out together. That's bonding next level. It is. Um, interesting conversation it would have been to give the dog back to the neighbour. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry <laughs> I stole your dog. Spend some Here quality, it is. <laughs> quality time with your feline. Uh, that's a cat. Is it? Oh, okay. Canine is K-9? what you're looking for. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, you know. I'd be more scared if it was a feline. That would be huge. 
Yeah, it would have been a lot smaller too. Yeah. Dead giveaway. Um, yeah, but I want to know who you woke up with because just could you imagine waking up in that haze that you do when you wake up in the morning, particularly after a night out, and that's the first thing you see? <laughs> yeah, look, it's probably not something you'd expect to see. It's definitely not something you would expect. Like you said in the intro that you used to sing Fifi, but imagine a dog the size of about 10 Fifis that you didn't know. Mm, not something I really want to wake up to. I just love that she snapped into it and just assumed, yep, it's a wolf and it's going to eat me. Like, Little Red Riding Hood was very fresh in her mind. <laughs> yeah. The dog probably rolled over and said, what great eyes you have, my dear. <laughs> oh, possibly, yeah, but I don't think dogs can speak that way. Last time I checked. Hey, after the big night she had, anything would have been possible. Well, this is true. You, you never know what you're going to find yourself in after a big night. That's it. But yeah, Bayside, 0404 Let's open this text line up. I want to know, what did you wake up with or what did you wake up to after a night out? Because that is incredible. Don't you hate it when you wake up after a night out and you don't know where your phone is because you've fallen asleep with it? No, there's nothing worse than doing that, not charging your phone overnight, then having plans the next day and your phone flatlining at about 12 o'clock. Mm. Not yeah, ideal. Because it's on 10%. Then it gets charged. Or worse, it's dead. Yeah, or when you do your alarm and then you put your alarm in, but you actually did it on your calculator. Or if you... <laughs> That's bad. I've done that several times. I don't think you have. I think you've just seen the meme no, on I, social I media. No, I swear to you, I've done it. It's horrible. I got the shock of my life the other day. I heard a noise and it was going on and off. And I'm like, that's not my phone. Turns out it was my smartwatch. Oh, look at you with your smartwatch. No, I'd lent Hello my... there, Mr. Bond. Oh, <laughs> I've been expecting you. No, I haven't been, actually. It just went, you know, like those... Can I hear that again? Bling. That was different. I want the Bling. original tone. It went off, okay? Yeah. Went off in a big way. I'd never really... <laughs> I'd never really heard it go off this little smart device. And it did. Six o'clock in the morning, Oof. and I felt so much better after hearing it at that time when I wasn't expecting it. I keep getting emails. Oh, no. From PR companies. Oh, yeah. And, look, I've been making more of an effort to respond this year. All a part of me being a better me. Anyway, I've done the right thing, and I've responded to this email... And explain why I wasn't interested, yada, yada, yada. What you actually said why you weren't interested? Yes, I specified. How? Because it This would've... isn't for the show's PR stuff, No, no, it? no, no. This is for my work. Say. Okay. Relating to my work. And I thought I'd do the right thing because this seems like something very interesting and usually relatable, but not right now. Okay. Anyway, I've gone to respond. I've sent the response. Oh, no. <laughs> I've sent the response and I thought I've done the right thing. Oh, no, you have not. Critical error. I spelt the name of the person incorrectly. Carl Bianco's not responding. Control-Alt-Delete. I hate that. I do that all the time. And it doesn't matter how many times you actually look at someone's name. Like, for instance, in a work situation I'm currently in, I've got someone with a very unique name. And I actually, in my mind, when I verbally say this person's name and when I write it, I actually have to spell it out in my head before I say it because I know I'm going to say the wrong name. I can't believe I'm even going to admit to this, but I was so careful with my ex-girlfriend's name 
that I don't think I ever in our time dating said her full name to her. I was so I never wanted to get it wrong. Oh, so I don't think I ever said to her, "Hey, such and such." But when are you going to address your girlfriend by her full name? Well, not full name, but like As in, oh, I'm talking about her lengthy. Christian name, oh. not her second name. Okay, her what is it? Family name, <laughs> her Christian name. Okay, now that is poor. No, I know. This is a very long time ago, mind you, but. I'm that cautious with names and name spelling that if I see any instance where I've got it wrong, I'm just like, oh, I, I really dislike it. It doesn't sit with me very well. No, because that's the thing. You, No matter who you're talking to, you have to give people the respect of actually knowing and saying their name correctly. Yeah, exactly. And to your ex-girlfriend, I wish her all the best. And let's hope that you find yourself a man that actually does say your full name, I probably, I probably did at some point, but I don't think I really did that often. But do you often? Do you think you often do that in a relationship? I'm, I don't think so. Like, I mean, I think that's a real crucial part as to whether or not the relationship's going to go is if you know how to is say it, their name. Is it, though? I mean... Is that why sometimes you look at Jack a bit funny? Because you're just not sure how to say Jack. Was that his name? I thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not like that Can at we get all. some aloe vera in the studios, please? That's a really awful burn. Feel the burn. No, well, anyway. I think you've got bigger issues than just email, my friend. No, look, I'm I'm pretty good. But, Bianco's going to spend his weekend looking up proper nouns. But you know what it's like. It, you don't know somebody's name. You forget somebody's name. It's like, hey, yeah, no. how are you, mate? Okay, that's nice different. to see you. There's a difference between forgetting someone's name and dating someone and not knowing how to say their name. I knew how to say their name. I just, yeah. Anyway. These are Carl's confessions. I'd love to know zero four zero four triple zero seven three six when you've sent a message to somebody and realised as you've sent it, you haven't quite got their name correct. I'm talking by a couple of letters, by the way, because yep. there is one obvious way to spell it, and then there's another way that you can spell. Just it. admit it now. You spelt my name wrong. That's what happened. You spelt my name with a C, and that's why today we're sitting so far away from each other. And you are still scarred to this day, Kat, and I'm sorry. Hey, Bianco, in the wise words of Hannah Montana, everybody makes mistakes. Isn't that the truth? It is, and it is no more truthful than it is for this poor guy. I don't know if you've heard this story. It's come across my desk this morning, and I can't stop thinking about it. So a Russian man who joined a boy band competition show on Chinese television... <laughs> oh, I saw this. ...has finally been released from the show... Oh, he's been released. ...after making it to the finale. So a three-month stint... <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> ...which he initially signed on. So he is a 27-year-old model, part-time model... Yeah. ...who signed on to the show to be a translator... And one of the producers on the first day of filming looked at him and said, you know what? You would be great on this show because the entire premise is to make a boy band. Can we just take a moment to appreciate what this person's gone through? They dislike being on the show so much, right? Obviously, a Chinese show. They sung in Russian. They did. But the best part is, right? And this is an image I cannot get out of my head. Because they wanted to get off the show, they sung in Russian. But yeah, not just that though. When it came to, you know, everyone knows these sort of formats. When it comes to, say, like, The Voice or Idol, and they'll do the text at the end. Like, if you want, say, 
Carl to get through to next week. Always. Text blah, 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 blah. Yeah. This guy would do a very passionate speech telling people why not to vote for him <laughs> and to let him go. And before everybody says, well, why doesn't he just walk? Apparently, it was such a big fine. If he breached his contract, he just would not have the money to do it. So he just had to commit to this boy band, which I can't think of anything worse. Imagine being put in a group that you don't want to be in, being expect Jack put your hand down. That is so rude and uncomfortable. No, that's valid. So should we boot him now or? Yeah. We might get Lord Sugar in next week. He can do the job for us. We outsource. <laughs> anyway. Um, It'll be a lot sweeter. <laughs> yeah. And I just think this story is fantastic. And if anything, I think the backstory of this show is better than the premise of the show itself. Yeah. Okay. Because- How so? Well, don't you just think this is a fascinating story? Like, I'm just expecting this to be made into a film. Because you hear all the time people being on reality TV and, like, you know, going after their dream. But imagine not going through the audition process at all, showing up to do a job on a random day and being told, hey, do you want to follow, just go for the, reach for the stars? He goes, yeah, why not? And then had to commit for three months. Can I just say, on this topic of reality television, I was going to make a segment, like, talk all about a self-indulgent experience when it comes to this of late. But is it just me? Maybe I'm maturing a bit more. Please. (laughs) Please, guys, please. Yeah, you want me to be such a boring person to talk to every Monday and Friday. No, there's a particular program that's been rebooted on another network and it's the second year that it's been on this network and some people are really enjoying it, but I've got no interest in it whatsoever. Oh, I wasn't interested in it last year particularly, but if I had to even show any kind of interest in it this year, no interest, even yep. less interest this year. I think I'm over reality TV. Oh, impossible for me. Like, I mean, it would be pretty bad if the person who had the reality TV podcast was like, yeah, I'm done. I think I'm just happy with Dr. Doctor is what I'm trying to no. say. But see, this is the thing. This is where your standards Those types are. of shows, I think I'm happy with them. I just cannot wait. Brace yourselves, guys. Monday, all I'm going to be talking about is Celebrity Apprentice. I've wanted that show to come back for years. Celebrity Big Brother is also coming, Bianco. That's the show I think you were alluding to. That excites me no end. Look, that's another thing I can also appreciate. But that's not... Is that... Would you classify that as reality? What? Celebrity Big Brother? No, Apprentice. Yeah. All it is is they just put them in situations and make them fight. Have you seen? Michelle Bridges is in tears like four times. Okay. All right. And we should disclose we're not here to particularly endorse any programming on commercial television. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm just putting it out there. We obviously have some interest in some. We may invest a little bit of effort and time into some. But we do not discriminate. Like I'm watching a reality show on at least two or three networks at the moment. Exactly. And streaming services. Love when the Spectrum came back on TV the other day. I love that show. I really like that show. Mm, another one of those shows that I just sit there and I can't turn off. Yeah, I know. It's just, you know, you learn everybody's stories and they... See, yeah. that's a good show. That is good for reality TV. These are the kinds of programs we need more of. Mm, I agree. Educational programs. Correct. Less rubbish. <laughs> to put a... Carl, to the diary room. No, we're going to a break. So, everybody has a boss, everybody. Everybody has a boss, everybody. Wow. Um, do we? We do. We, everyone has a boss. And unfortunately, if you're anything like me, sometimes you will do silly things in front of that boss and they will question why they hired you. <laughs> and this happened to a woman 
during the week where she was working from home, like a lot of people still are, and mentioned to her boss, hey, funny story, I actually can't work today. My Wi-Fi's down. I don't have internet. And the boss said, a likely story, Caroline. To which Caroline then said, you know what? I'm going to send a screenshot of the down Wi-Fi, like on my phone saying that there's no Wi-Fi, there's no internet, to prove to her that she has no internet. Now, unfortunately for Caroline, she forgot what her internet name was because everyone names their Wi-Fi. Oh, here we go. Caroline changed her. It's a bit of a tech, you know how there's like IP is in the the actual tech stuff. I don't know what it means, but that's it. Yes. Um, Caroline's Wi-Fi name was It Hurts When IP, as in I, the letter P, sent it to her boss. And about 10 minutes later, she was like, ooh, maybe I'll just make sure that the boss has seen this. Checked and, um, yeah. <laughs> Caroline, have you seen a doctor? <laughs> I can understand it hurts while you pee. No. I think you've misinterpreted it. That is IP as in... IP uh, address. Hmm. But what's so good about this is obviously people no, are no, trying... No, no, don't pee at your address. I, just to clarify that, if you've just joined us, we're talking about IPs, which are the things that help identify your internet connection. Yes, correct, correct. Just for the record, because yeah. you might have just caught IP and thought, well, you're only human. Bless you. Um, yeah, anyway, so this story she's taken to social media, and a lot of people have tried to make Caroline feel better about this by sharing what their Wi-Fi passwords are and how bad it would be if their bosses saw it. And I'm going to send a, through, a few through to you, Bianco, just so you can hear. Yep. So the first one is drop it like it's hotspot, which I quite like. I like that one, yep. Silence of the LAN, L-A-N. Nah. Which is also not bad. No, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, this one is pretty bad. IP when I sneeze. <laughs> well, you should get that checked. Screaming when I pee. Mm. And then when they got upgraded to faster internet, it was screaming louder when I pee. And again, if you've just joined us, we are talking about the way you identify your local internet connection. You have a particular number and that is called an IP. That's it, correct. It's not anything painful. It's a, not a process you where you relieve yourself. Cranberry is, juice isn't going to fix it. Maybe it will. I don't know. Some things make you... No, liquid and technology is not good. No, no, that's right. Yeah. don't. Come ever... on, think reasonably, man. Hey, I know that. I know you don't mix liquid and technology. It fizzes. Yeah, correct. It's not a good combo. But yeah, so Carolyn um, did get the day off and something tells me after that she may have many more days off to come. Well... If that was her Wi-Fi name, I would hate to know what her hotspot name would have been. Can I tell you, my one is just my full name. On my phone, it's like Catherine's phone. You know you can Where did my it. surname come from and why can everyone see? It's like, what if I want to be low-key and all of a sudden it's Catherine Powell's phone? Did you not realize there is a thing in your phone called settings? Yeah, but the settings, it's like a deep dive. There's too many options. So, like, if I ever just want to be on the DL, I'm just not going to hotspot. This is like the It Crowd, that scene where he goes up to your the computer Hang on. and he says, the IT crowd. What did you just say? <laughs> well, it, IT crowd. Cousin you... It has a crowd. Wow, Bianco. You know what I mean? Wow. The IT The, the It crowd. That show on television. I am so sorry, Morris Moss, if you're listening. Where? And Roy, 
He goes up Jen to Jen's computer Douglas. and says, I haven't seen these viruses since 1999. It's like, oh, no, I like that. The and then they there. turned around and said, that's it. We're going to a break. Dedication to my ex, that's the name of that song, missed that. You're probably wondering, why are we playing that song? First of all, cracking song. But second of all, at least well into what I'm about to talk about. Ooh, okay. I'd love to know how far you've gone to forget an ex. Ooh. And the context comes from a story that I read about a lady who disliked her former partner so much that she travelled 10,000 kilometres to where she'd put one of those little lovebird locks I've always wondered about these love locks, mm. yes. Love locks. There used to be a lot of them in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Melbourne had a trend going for a and little while. And in Paris, obviously. It's iconic in Paris. Mm. Anyway, this young lady has decided to travel 10,000 kilometres because... It's more than 1,000 miles. She could not fathom knowing that that lock was still there. But did she have the key? No, she just went and got rid of it. But how? It's a lock. It's a padlock. She snapped it off. Remember what it was? Well, you know, it's not hard to get rid of a lock when you snap it. It's quite difficult as someone who used to always forget the combo for my locker at school. Oh, yeah. Difficult. Very difficult. The groundskeeper had to come with pliers and, oh, it was just an affair. It was awful. I think I only had two in my school time, though. I painted mine with nail polish. Really? Because I could never find my locker, so I got fluoro orange nail polish and painted my lock. I always had a top locker, so I kind of remembered, all right, I'm either three from the left, three from the right. That was my process of elimination when it came to. Anyway, this was quite an extreme length to get that last memory out of an ex. Well, that's the thing. How many of those locks that are around do we think those relationships have fallen to pieces? Because that cannot be the first person that's wanted to get rid of that lock. No, I wouldn't have thought so. But in the same time, it's kind of like... Do you really have to do that? That's an extreme thing to yeah, do. Yeah, but the thing is, though, Bianco, some relationships end so badly but that you, you don't want evidence of them anywhere. And if you know that you've got a padlock with both yours and your ex-partner's initials on it, in maybe it was a city of love, maybe <laughs> it was in Paris, yeah, and you know that exists, you just want to get rid of that entire bridge. But wouldn't you just sort of like to be on good terms with this ex? Well, that's the thing, though. There's a difference. People would like to, but it doesn't happen all the time. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know their circumstances. Obviously, it wasn't an amicable breakup, and so she wants to break a padlock with her bare hands to get rid of it. I mean, What not... a feeling that would be when that, li- when that little lock, like, cracked, though, and you're like, yes, freedom at last. Hmm. I've never gone to that extreme length. What a- I've always want to know, you know when, like, in high school – you would see like wet concrete and you'd put your initials in someone else's. What happens there? Well, eventually the concrete gets updated. But not for a long time. What happens if you did it on your street and then every time you walk past there it was? Well, maybe you don't live around those areas. Maybe it was a street near your school and you lived about 10 kilometres from school. I'd still argue that the concrete's worse than a padlock. Be a good memory, wouldn't it? If that's still there 30 years later when you're well and truly married, happily with kids and you go and you say, see... Engraved in the concrete is, you know, K and K. It's like, oh yeah, K and K back in the day. Oh, oh yeah, too bad my wife's not with the initial K. You just went to a completely different place. His whole face just glazed over. You guys, I don't know what just happened, but um, out of body experience, they happen every now and then, <laughs> or out of body thought. 
Gosh, I just, that's a lot of walking to get to that lock. Mm. She it must is. really hate her ex. 10,000. Wow. Mm. I don't think I've ever hated an ex that much. Mind you, I haven't really had that many exes where I can sort of say. It's pretty narrow. Yeah, something has to have happened there for that lock to just... No. That, mm. See, this just goes to show this is a lesson for everybody. If you've got one of those padlocks, always have the key. Maybe not. don't go too over-the-top lovey-dovey. Like, I mean, do it. See, I'm all for romance, but just have backup options. Like, if you don't want a lock existing, if you break up, you hold on to that key for dear life. Hold on to that key more <laughs> than you do an engagement ring because you just don't know, guys. You've got to have that insurance policy. That's it. Whilst you might be, might be advised to throw it away, don't throw it Do away. Do not. Wear it around your neck as a necklace. <laughs> yeah, a little bracelet even. Have that key on consider, some sort consider, of chain. Consider yourself the groundskeeper of that bridge. I mean, what else could you do? You could go over there and put the right initial there for your new love, maybe? Or is the moment sort of part? Or you just get nail polish like I, what I did in high school and just paint over it. Is that what? Oh, yeah, but that was on your locker. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It works. Just paint over it. If it you can't find the lock, just paint over it. But it wasn't like you were emotionally invested in it. It's a bit different. No, but I'm saying to clear it up. If you can't find the lock to get rid of the initials, just paint over it. It works. Hmm. I don't know about that. Anyway, 0404 736 When have you found yourself in a situation where it might not have been the greatest period of your life? You've gone through a breakup. And to get through that breakup, you have got gone to a lengthy process to get rid of something that was always there for you. Sometimes it just naturally happens. Oh, no, I don't think I like that. <laughs> you right? No, I'm not right, okay? After that chat, it's throwing me No offence to the song that we were going to play. Please don't take that personally <laughs> yes, at all. take it personally. Something so monumental happened this week that we would be so silly not to bring it up, Bianco. ScoMo visited Victoria. That's it, Evan. <laughs> he was on a few radio stations. He wasn't here. Unfortunately. He has been on Southern FM before, though. Has he actually? Didn't you know that? No. Nah. Colin had the exclusive a little really? while. Really? Yeah, when he was at the courts in Sandringham. Is that right? Uh, it was a long time ago. Wow. Mm. Anyway, something else <laughs> happened. What was that? And I think this might give you a little bit of a clue. Do you mean this? I'll be there for you. Well, you're not. Yes, guys, it's finally happening. I could even cry. You haven't been here for a long time. If I think about it long enough, I'll cry, but I'm too happy with my eyeliner today and I'm not going to let it happen. That's a little off. The Friends reunion. First, they dropped like the little two-second promo of them all walking together. Extended promotion came out a couple of days ago. I'm not ready for it. But it's just them coming together and reading some of the old lines. It's but not... that's the thing. That's what's the best part about it because there was so much controversy in the beginning where everyone's like, wow, it's just them having an interview with James Corden and they're going to sit down and talk about their favourite moments. But the fact that they are back on the sets recreating the best scenes, mm. that's better than new original content, I would argue, because you just can't ruin that show. You know what I mean? Don't touch it. Do not bring anything back. Just redo what has already been made. Are they going to have way. all the celebrity cameos that they had yeah. over the years? Are they going to come back? Spoon's going to be on there. Um, Magnum, Magnum Pi, he was in it. Yeah, was it? Is that um? What's his name? Mustache Man. Yeah, yeah. D- dated. Yeah, Monica. Richard. Yeah, Richard. He dated Monica, didn't he? Correct. Yes. Thank you. So good. Getting somewhere here. Um, it looks amazing. They're talking about all their favorite moments. They're recreating their favorite scenes. Can I just say? 
considering that that show started in 1995, everybody's looking pretty good. Yeah. I just, I can't believe it. I'm so excited. And what freaks me out, and this is what my point is here, Australia hasn't bought rights to it yet. Oh, no. And I'm a little bit concerned because surely... We're not being like that, are we? Well, this is what I'm saying. Imagine if everyone else is talking about it and we can't see it. That is my worst fear. Wouldn't be the first time that's happened, though. Yeah, but not like this. This is like a, this is an event. (laughs) This is like a royal wedding. We need broadcasting rights of it and we need... I'd say that's a bit of an overstatement, the fact that you're comparing it to a royal wedding. I've been waiting, Bianco, so, so many years for this. The difference between a royal wedding and this is royal weddings get coverage on every station. But this is sitcom royalty. Like, the only thing more iconic than this, and in fact, I would say it's probably at a similar level, nothing's more iconic, I'm going to retract that, if Seinfeld was to do something. Like, they're of the same caliber. It's not happening. It's not happening. You know what I mean? But Friends, like, it's my favorite show of all time. I'm sorry to let you know. that won't, That's not happening. And the reason why I know that's not going to happen is because one of the writers was talking on one of the morning programs I happened to be watching this morning. Oh. Yeah. And they ruled it out. But they said, if it was to ever happen, you would know what would happen to the characters. Yeah. Costanza would have been still, if he wasn't living at home, could have been however he would have been. Was it Lorraine? Yeah, I think Lorraine? so. I'm not really across Seinfeld, I'll be honest. I reckon Lorraine would have been onto a third or fourth marriage and Jerry would have just been Jerry. That's what one of the writers yeah. went on the record saying, I heard this morning happened over here. Well, <laughs> all I care about is friends. I'm so excited. It's just Janice is back and she does the oh my God. I just, I can't. I need to have a whole week off from this show and life in general to recover when I watch it. But please, this is just a bid. Even if 88.3 wants to play the audio for it, I beg you, we need to see this. Please, 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 please. Mm. I don't think so. Oh, I've just been informed apparently by our program manager that we'll pay for the rights for it for a, a minor, a, a minimal price. Thank you, Colin. Thank you. I knew that Colin would be on board with this. He has informed us he's <gasps> going to be looking Does that it. mean that we could commentate it? Well, if I don't we know. got the national exclusive, like, I mean, you'd have to do most of the heavy lifting because I'd be crying the oh. entire time. You, me, and Colin commentate it. I think that could happen. That'd be good. That's what friends are for. Literally. Thank you, Colin. It's Carl and Catherine here for your Friday on 88.3. We're not on a break. Has there ever been a bigger reunion than this one? No. It's the reunion of the century. We love a good blooper. Oh, where? Oh, where? <laughs> Speaking of bloopers, <laughs> I love how today my vibe just seems to be smash out the first word and then just blend the first word with the second word. Ooh-ha, ooh-eh. <laughs> Shark bait. Ooh-ha-ha. Ooh-ah. Ooh-eh. Ooh-eh going so well. <laughs> you know who... Probably wasn't going so well. Or well, they were going so well up until a certain point. Who? Me. The ABC. You're probably wondering where this is going to go. Yes. There was an unfortunate thing that happened last night during a live cross on one of their news services in Melbourne. We are a great city for so many reasons. And this just takes the cake for reasons why we're so good. Free advertising, when you can get it. Is amazing. Doesn't happen very often. Yes, correct. Especially not on a national broadcast like the ABC. Last night, while a journalist with the ABC was presenting their story on whatever they were presenting their story on, 
a large billboard on a car decided to drive by and pause right behind the camera, not realising it was for the ABC. Oh, see, I've told the marketing people here at 88.3, we've got to pick our moments. We, we should do that too. We should find a camera that could be from anywhere. SBS, they allow advertising these days. Anyway, the thing that was being advertised was for a gentleman's club. Oh. I mean, of all the things in Melbourne, you could see displayed across the country on a national service, a live cross from Melbourne is a gentleman's club. Imagine being in the control room of that news program. You're like, going well, going well, up. Hit the gentleman's club. That was unintentional. But see, the thing is, with live crosses too, it's not as if you can really move around. Like, you've got your angles, you've got your shot, you've got your mark. The cameras are very heavy. You know what I mean? Like, they couldn't really do a lot of panning or that sort of thing. They seem to be having a few issues with their cameras at the moment, the ABC. Have you seen the videos that start have popped up on social media no. at the moment? There's this little R2-D2, like, free-reigning... <laughs> Camera, Very technical of you. Well, done. well, it looks like an R2-D2 type character. It's a robotic sort of camera that has the ability to go around yep. in spaces. Mm-hmm. And it sort of keeps losing its mind. Oh, no. And so you'll see... <laughs> the, and the ABC newsreaders are the most professional Absolutely. in the whole country. And they have to be. And then at the randomest of moments, it could be with any story, you just see it come into the shot. Like a mid-picture of Miss yeah. On Scene. That kind of... Getting a bit, a bit detailed there. Didn't realize David and Margaret were in the studio, <laughs> or is it my high school media teacher? I don't know. Miss on scene. Pay attention to the miss on scene, where you're Ms. trying, Ms. You're trying to focus on the center of attention, which is the newsreader. Then you have your external. Isn't that what? It AKA is? the miss on scene. Miss on scene. Oh, where? <laughs> Anyway, I'd love to know when you've seen television or anything go wrong. Like, it might have been your mates unintentionally. It's unintentionally gone wrong. Just out of nowhere. Everything was looking like it was going to go right. Can I tell you something that happened to me? Please. Quite unfortunate. In my um, broadcasting days on community television, we had some questionable advertising. And we were doing a like music show, and obviously it was for younger people, so you had to sort of be all up and about. Yeah. And in the script, it said, um, stick around, we're going to go to a break. After this, you're going to hear talent or something that's just, you're going to be deceased. It's so good. Oh, as what? In, no, as in like, you know how people say, like, the youth be like, out? Anyway, um, we said that, and we didn't know, but we were throwing to a coffin commercial. Oh. And it was horrendous. Really? <laughs> Wasn't good. Oh, that's that's great very, deals. That's great very... deals. Um if you're into that sort of thing, but yeah, it wasn't good timing, that's for sure. We all have wardrobe malfunctions, guys, and um I got myself into a bit of a doozy yesterday. Did you put your jocks on the wrong way? No, I didn't. Mm. You wouldn't call that a malfunction though, would you? Oh yes you would. It's it's a comfort thing. See, I've done that recently when I got some mm-hmm. new pairs. I thought I had them on the right way. Yep. Did feel a bit uncomfortable. Later realized when I got home, no, nah, I have been putting them on the wrong way. Okay. Well, that's something. Thank you for sharing. Um, My pleasure. However, I made the mistake yesterday, guys. I bought some new jeans. 
over these past few weeks. Jeans. And because I'm not a cool Gen Zer who has like their baggy jeans, I'm still team skinny jean. Mm. And they are particularly tight to begin with. And so I got these new black ones and I was like, yep, perfect. We'll be able to wear them for my retail work. Sure. And so these jeans are a little bit more of a higher waist than they normally would be in my older ones. So they're a little bit more firm across the stomach, but very much so in the legs. And I got there and I was like, you know what? It's been pretty chill the last few weeks. I'm just pretty much dealing with customers. Won't have to do too much heavy lifting. No. I'm going to wear the new jeans and break them in. Yeah, yeah. So I sort of walk in a little bit like the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz, you know, just a little bit like real straight. Oil can. Yeah, very much so. And I get in there and I'm talking to my coworker before she leaves and she goes, hey, just letting you know, um, hope you've got comfy shoes on, which is something you never really want to hear. But she didn't say, I hope you've got comfy pants on because you're going to be doing a lot of moving around today, a lot of packing. It's also very busy in the store. None of that. No disclaimer. She leaves and I see the body of work ahead of me. Yeah. And a lot of that is picking up lots of boxes and bending down. And if anyone out there in my friends who wear jeans, skinny jeans in particular, you would know that for the first at least two wears, you're not bending down. It's physically impossible. Or if you manage to get yourself on the ground, Mm. there's no graceful way of getting back up. And that was the entirety of my shift at work yesterday, was moving stuff around. Needless to say, the jeans are well and truly broken in at this point. Yeah. But if you could see what I looked like, it was like a giant dodo bird, sort of like moving around, trying and like... What? It was so uncoordinated because I just physically could not move in the There was a giant dodo bird in your pants. No, that's what I looked like because I was so sucked into the jeans that I could barely walk. Because I was trying to break them in whilst moving like 20 kilos worth of stock around. And then I knew I was in trouble when the first customer I spoke to said, oh, hey, can you like help me put this shoe on? Which meant I actually had to get on the ground. And I was like, oh, gosh, this isn't going to be good. So if you need to break your jeans in, guys, a shift in retail will do it. However, I think a lot of my important internal organs are struggling a little bit today as a result. Yeah, no, that's not ideal. It was ideal. not good. It was not good. Probably not advisable to wear a new pair of jeans that you're trying to wear into work. It was so painful. I cannot even tell you. It still feels like I'm wearing them at the moment. Like I can still feel the sensation. It was so tight. Ugh. <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing. So, yeah, and we were talking, um, I was actually bringing this up with the guys at Bayside Lunch a little bit earlier, Dave and Tomo. And they assumed that it was going to be a ripped jeans sort of story. And I said, if I'd actually done that, that would have helped me out a little bit because it was just so tight. It was insane. What was it again? Tight. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Mm. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. I I do not recommend at all. You know, just a couple of runs in the washing machine first, guys. will do it. Don't go through the pain I went through. At least you didn't split your jeans crossing over. Well, that's the thing, because I had to move so much, and like obviously when you're picking things up, you bend at the knees, that's all I could think of was you at the footy oval, ripping your jeans. It's like, it's going to happen. I'm in tight pants. I'm thinking of Carl splitting his. (laughs) Thanks. I'm glad that's the first image that comes to your head. It was that and um, the Jimmy Fallon got my tight pants on song. Bad. Bad, (sighs) bad, bad. This is LaRue for your Friday. Bulletproof. Just like those jeans, apparently. It's near the end. It is near the end. It's come around so quickly. It has, for some. Almost as quick 
as a child that graduates and causes mischief for their neighbours. I came across this ditty. Excuse me? This little ditty, this little story. And Are I you going to sing it? Is that what's happening? Am I going to... Sp- hang ditty. on a second. Just no. let me get my acoustic guitar out. I'll strum in the background. What was that? Strum. Thank you. This letter and a bottle was left at a neighbour's doorstep. A message in the bottle, you would say. No, this isn't the police. Dear neighbours, I hope this note finds you well. I feel like it is my duty to inform you that because our son successfully accomplished his grades, he's getting the drum kit that we promised him. Oh, no. With that said, he'll only be practising daily between these hours. Sounds like a long time, but he is passionate. Mm. Got to give that passionate. (laughs) We'll be annoyed as you are, don't you worry. We didn't expect him to pull off this grade. But he pulled it off. Anyway, please get in contact if it ever becomes too unbearable. Here is a sorry in advance gift. Please call any time. The things you do for your kids. Regards. Da and da. Da da da. As somebody who currently lives adjacent to a up-and-coming drummer... And by that, it may, I mean probably just in the high school band because it's not good. I feel this on so many levels. And oh. can I tell you, you don't realize how wrong playing the drums can sound if it's done wrong. Because you think it's pretty straightforward, right? Oh, you would think. Oh, no. But no. No, no, no. I think my parents are glad that I never pursued drumming. You seem like a percussion kind of man. I love percussion. You're more of a cowbell sort of guy, though. Mm, not even that. I mean, I'd like to be, but I never got that far. I was stuck with cello initially and then the trumpet. Trombone for a little while didn't quite have the same effect on me as the trumpet did. No. Anyway, on that note, it's time to go. Oh, I thought you were going to give us a drum roll out or something. No. You know, just really team with the theme, if you would. I want to show off my talents, please. Look, I mean, you were just going to be clicking a button. So is that talent? Mm. Would have sounded better than my neighbour. Way to make me feel so good to end on a Friday. <laughs> you just, that's why I love you. you just, we keep you humble. Somebody has to, I suppose. We'll see you on Monday from 7am. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah, do that. Yeah, hopefully it's good weather. I don't know what it actually is, but I'm not hopefully it's sure. a bit of sun. Thanks for that, though. Appreciate it. No worries. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care. See you later. Bye. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.